Hi guys, it's Claire and this is the Fuck the Fads podcast. If you want some company in the pursuit of a healthier, stronger, fitter you, then you've come to the right place. Strap in for stories about my own journey and useful education about how you can improve your health and achieve the goals you've always wanted without fad dieting. Hi my babes, welcome back to Fuck the Fads and a happy bloody new year to you all. I hope you're all doing really good. Thank you for coming back to listen. As always, I really appreciate all of you. Um, In this episode, this is episode 103, so we're going to kick off the year strong and I'm going to talk a little bit about scale weight and this is inspired by one of my, actually one of my postnatal clients messaging me this morning with a question. It's something that I've definitely talked about on the podcast before, but I think it's always good to have a refresher and a reminder. And for those of you that are fairly new to the podcast, you may have missed previous episodes where I have covered this. Please also bear with me today. My voice is not the best as I've been unwell, but let's get into it. So the first thing that you all need to know about scale weight is that weight gain on the scale and weight loss on the scale is not necessarily the same thing as body fat gain or body fat loss. Now, if you're a client of mine, you will know that I, unless there is a particular reason, so unless you are, kind of have like deeper trauma linked with the scales or it's very, very difficult for you, or unless you just personally don't want to, I recommend that all of my clients weigh themselves every day because your body weight will fluctuate all the time regardless of what's happening in terms of body fat lost or gained and the kind of deeper reason behind this is that the more data we have the more we can interpret what's happening over a period of time so scale weight and fluctuations in the scale are linked to body fat gaining and losses over a longer period of time so if you are for example on a fat, in a fat loss phase and you're weighing yourself every day, day to day, and even sometimes, you know, week to week, you might not see that much trend down in the scales. However, over the period of four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, you will start to see a lovely trend down if that's what you're aiming for. Because as you lose body fat, of course your weight will come down over time because yes, body fat weighs something. But as I said, day to day, it fluctuates all over the place. Now this will be different for different people. And it's something I've really seen um, quite kind of, uh, what's the right word? Like starkly, I don't know if starkly is the right word, but you know, stark, it's been stark to me that it's different for different people, depending probably like on your genetics. So I have a couple of clients that, whose whose weight doesn't fluctuate very much at all it tends to just trend down when they're doing all the things that we put in place that are going to get them towards their goal their weight will follow suit occasionally they might have a spike if they've been on holiday if they've had a heavy weekend um perhaps if they're having their period or they're ovulating what whatever it is occasionally it will spike and then it will come down again However, I have lots of clients and I myself, I'm included in this category where their weight fluctuates massively from day to day all the time. So 
some of my clients' weights will fluctuate as much as like a kilo to two kilos sometimes over the period of, you know, 24 hours, one day, they might be, for example, 88 kilos. The next day, they might be 89 kilos. The day after that, they could be 87 kilos. Then again, the day after that, they'll be 88 kilos. So it really, I think, is dependent on genetics, on how it's gonna end up looking for you. Now, the other reason that weighing every day can be really useful is because it can help you become desensitized to these numbers. So the message that I had from my client this morning was that she'd gained two kilos overnight and she couldn't really understand why because yesterday she ate within her deficit she probably didn't drink as much water as she usually does her day looked a little bit different because she's kind of moving back into work a bit more now after she's had her baby and but you know there was nothing kind of out of the ordinary that she did that would potentially have caused her to you know gain weight or gain fat overnight so the first thing that I said to her was that, or one of the first things that I said to her was that nobody, and I mean literally no one, is going to look at you today and think, well, she's two kilos heavier than she was yesterday. Like literally no one will notice because it's not changed her appearance in any way, shape or form. Like it's just not, yes, she weighs two kilos heavier. She doesn't, you know, it's not manifested in, in her physical appearance. And so the only person who knows about that and who cares about that is her. And I think that's quite a powerful thing that you, because we hang a lot of, um, excuse the pun, weight on, on, on what our weight is, right? Like it, it carries a lot for us, for, for, for a lot of women. We have this relationship with the scales where we feel like what the number on the scale says dictates kind of, our worth as a person, how good of a person we are, how much other people like us, how how other people perceive us, how we perceive ourselves. And actually reminding that that's not the case at all. Like no one else knows how much you weigh. And let me tell you, no one else cares how much you weigh either. And whether you weigh two kilos heavier today than you did yesterday, literally no one is going to notice that because it's not a visible thing. I also chatted to her about the reasons why your weight fluctuates so much. And it's a plethora of things. Like there are so many things that will affect how much you weigh day to day. So it might be that yesterday, the food that she ate, even though it was within her deficit calories, perhaps it was really salty food, like more salty than she would usually eat. And therefore she's retained a bit more water. It's potentially because she's starting to get her menstrual cycle back after having her baby. And so sometimes at different points in your menstrual cycle, you will retain more water and you will weigh more. It could be because she's been really into her workouts and she's worked really hard perhaps over the last few days in her workouts and therefore her glycogen stores have increased in order to fuel her muscles and with glycogen comes water. It could be because she's eaten more carbohydrates than normal. And again, like carbohydrates are not bad. Carbohydrates are good. They are tasty, tasty goodness. And, but with, when we break down carbohydrates, we end up storing it as glycogen in our muscles and with that comes water. So there are all of these things that affect what your weight does day to day and none of those things are linked to like fat loss or fat gain. And then I gave her some perspective on it. If you were to actually gain two kilos of fat overnight, you would have to eat 
a hell of a lot of food. So let's take it down to one kilo just for the easier maths, right? So if she'd gained one kilo of fat overnight, that equates to about 7,000 calories, okay? So to gain a whole kilo, just one whole kilo of fat overnight, you would have to eat over and above 7,000 calories past your maintenance calories. So for a start, she ate within her deficit calories. So we, we know that that's not what happened. And secondly, even for somebody like me, who is a really good overeater, overeating by 7,000 calories is quite a task. Like it's, it, it wouldn't be easy to, you would feel, you'd A, feel horrendous. You'd probably get like way too full before you got anywhere near 7,000 calories. Like it, it's kind of nigh on impossible. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's really very, very unlikely for your average person like you or me to overeat by that much. So now we know scale weight and fat loss and fat gain are not directly linked in the short term. Yes, in the longer term, but not in the short term period. We know the reasons why your weight might fluctuate and we know really actually how much you would have to overeat by to gain that amount of body fat overnight. And we also have put into perspective that no one else fucking cares because no one else can see it because it hasn't manifested in any physical form. And also just a side note to that, even if it had manifested in physical form, like if over a period of a few months you gained some body fat, who the fuck cares what anybody else thinks? Please don't hang other people's opinions on your worth as a person. Now it's really easy for me to sit here and say that as somebody who's done a lot of work with my own health journey, my body image, et cetera, et cetera. And it takes time to get to a point where you give no fucks about what other people think. And I don't think we ever truly come to a place where we give completely like zero fucks, but I give a lot less fucks now about what other people think of me and what I look like compared to what I did, you know, like four years ago, but it's a journey and you have to learn to do that. And this is all kind of part of the learning. And then the final thing that I said to her, which is really, really important, is do not let this dictate what your day looks like now. Do not let this cause you to punish yourself by over-restricting, because that ain't gonna help. Because if you over-restrict at some point later down the line, you're gonna overeat. And that's not helpful for like your habits, for your health, um, you know, for your for your psychological health because then you're going to get into that cycle of kind of like over-restricting, binge eating, feeling guilty, over-restricting. It's just a bad place to be. So don't let it cause you to over-restrict. Equally, don't let it cause you to think, well, fuck it, nothing's working and like throw everything out of the window and revert back to previous kind of more unhealthful habits. And also to look at the bigger picture and remember how far you've come. Now, this client in particular has been with me since the end of November, kind of beginning of December. And she has made incredible moves and progress in that time in terms of her mindset, in terms of what she's doing with her body, the way she's moving it, the way we've rehabbed and rehabilitated it. Um, safely after the birth of her baby in terms of how she's thinking about her nutrition and how she's 
you know, treating herself and approaching life and all of those sorts of things. And then obviously there are the physical things that then come with those other things as the result of of those other things. So there is the fact that actually she has lost a significant amount of weight already over time. And we know that that is fat loss. We can, we know that because it's happened over a longer period of time on her weight chart and we can see it in her photos and her measurements and she's feeling fucking good and healthy and in, in a place that probably she didn't think she could be in this kind of shorter space of time. So it's really important to remember that you have you know when you have these days where your weight spikes a little bit like take a step back take a breather and look at the bigger picture and look at how far you've come and how well you've done because inevitably if you've been putting one foot in front of the other if you've been doing the things if you've been consistent consistent being the key word here not perfect because no one is perfect but if you've been consistent controlling your controllables each day doing what you can with what you've got you will undoubtedly have made progress So really the moral of this podcast is to remember that in the short term, scale weight does not accurately reflect what's happening in terms of your body fat percentage. Yes, over time they are linked. If you overeat for a long period of time, if you eat over and above your maintenance, even by just a small amount for a long period of time, at some point the scales will start to trend up because you will gain body fat. If you eat at a maintenance for a long period of time, over time, you will see a nice steady band where your weight fluctuates maybe between one to three kilos, but it will stay within that bracket because you're at a maintenance. And if you are eating in a deficit, in an energy deficit, over time, you will see the scales trend down because of course, with a consistent deficit, you will... use extra stored energy i.e body fat and that weighs something so the weight will come down if you can remind yourself of these things and keep putting the reps in keep getting on the scales in the morning just put the number into like whatever app it is that you use to track your weight and plot those numbers over time it will really help you become desensitized to those numbers and you will get to a point where actually you don't really care what the number is but what we're looking at is the trend to make sure that we're going in the direction that aligns most with your goal. Now, all of this being said, you absolutely don't have to weigh yourself if you don't want to. I rarely weigh myself anymore. I might do it for a period of time if I'm trying to um, maybe put myself into a bit of a surplus to focus on really building some muscle for a period of time. I might weigh myself just to keep an eye on what's happening. I might do it for a a period of time if I'm going back into a fat loss phase to make sure that things are going in the right direction, but you absolutely don't have to. And I do have lots of clients who actually don't weigh themselves because we just don't need to anymore. One client in particular has been with me for just over a year now. She, when she came to me, she had a big attachment to the scales and we did a lot of work around that. And we did the weighing every day because it was really important for her to recognize that it is just a number, it's a piece of data, it doesn't reflect the person that she is. And once we'd been weighing for maybe around sort of 10 months and we had a lot of data and we could see, you know, what was happening and how what we do will affect body fat over a longer period of time and also like how weight fluctuates day to day, 
we then took the scales away because we don't need them anymore. She was getting to the point where she was getting on the scales and she just didn't care about the number, which was amazing. So I offered her the option, like, do you want to stop weighing? Is it something that you want to keep tracking? Because we can track your progress now in other ways. And actually she doesn't necessarily have a fat loss goal anymore. We've got other goals. We're working towards strength and performance in the gym. And so we don't really need the scales to help us measure that or like quantify that. So just know that like weighing every day can be really helpful if you want to become like desensitized to the numbers. It might be that you feel you can't do that alone and you need a bit of support with it. And that's where a coach can be really fucking helpful because we can really put things in perspective for you because it doesn't just happen overnight, that detachment. It takes a little while and it takes work. So a coach can be really helpful for that. But of course, like you don't have to weigh at all what I would never recommend is that you weigh like once a week because that's not really going to tell you anything it's not going to be enough data that we can see what's happening that we can be desensitized to the numbers because if you weigh once a week if you weigh yourself both times on the day that you've had a spike just coincidentally you're going to feel like nothing's happening whereas if you'd weighed every day in between you may well have seen those numbers coming down and recognize that actually then on that seventh day when you wait, it is just a spike and that's all it is and it will come down again. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope it's been a bit insightful. If you're somebody who really wants to work on your um, attachment and then detaching from the number on the scales and what the scales say, please come and have a chat with me. I'm always happy to chat to any of you. And if you think that you need some one-to-one support with it, come and find out about my coaching. I love coaching. It brings me so much joy helping women like break away from these things that make us feel so confined for so long. I've been there, I know how it feels. And if I can help you find freedom, like I have with my other clients and like I did myself, then like that would be amazing. And I would love to do it if you want my help. Keep listening for where you can find the details of how to get in touch with my in touch with me my instagram and my website and thank you so much for coming to listen as always i love you all and i will see you in the next one if you think you'd like to work with me if you think that i could help you and you'd like to chat to me please visit my website coachedbyclaire.com or visit me on instagram at coached underscore by underscore claire